Fan Podcast, the show whose only fan is you. But seriously, tell your friends. And now here are the only cam models who accept Trader Joe's gift cards as tips. Allison Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula. Hello, everyone. I'm Jen. I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One Podcast. If you've listened for a while, you know that Allie and I were performers who had a live comedy show called Blogologs where we used the internet as our script. It was our inspiration. It was a lot of fun. We then got to meet the people behind the post and go on scripted adventures in our web series, Two Girls, One Show. And now here we are with Two Girls, One Podcast, where we're speaking to people behind internet communities and phenomena that we find Cool and interesting, um, and we're happy that you're here as always. We also have with us Matt from the Daily Dot. Hello, Matt. Hello, I'm eating lunch. Hello, cool, cool. I actually started doing my makeup before we started doing this, and so I kind I have like a half face of makeup. I wish I could describe it. It's like I haven't rubbed <laughs> in the foundation, so we're we're all in a state of disarray. I'll just throw that out there. But Ali is doing something very cool and noble. Ali, do you want to mention what you're up to? Well. By the time they hear this, it won't be true anymore. But right now, I'm in Arizona, and I'm going to canvas today and tomorrow after we record. It's weird that this episode's going to go out, and the world is going to be a... It's going to be a shit show no matter what. Yeah, at least for a little while. But probably always, let's be honest. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, okay. And so are you actually going to go to the polls tomorrow or what's the plan they have me canvassing so i'm going to democratic neighborhoods to help make sure that literally every single person votes wow breaking news i'm rooting for the democrats in this one um (laughs) so yeah that's what i'll be doing it's crazy to be in a place where every vote actually does count so yeah (laughs) totally yeah no we don't have a democracy well Seeking a transition, uh, things have been quite controversial with the election. I know today we're going to talk about something that's been somewhat controversial, maybe not that controversial. I was wondering how you were going to swing that transition. I don't know. I was wondering how you're going to do it. It's not like political necessarily, but. Wait, uh, okay, what if yeah. I fundraised for my canvassing trip through creating an OnlyFans account? What do you think? <laughs> yep. I mean, it's the American way. It, it is the American way. Yeah. Well, I assume you would just do like theatrical performance or music or storytelling, you know, something very wholesome because that's no, what the platform was built for. Get naked, man. Oh, that's oh, what oh I'm... Okay. gotcha. Sorry, I yeah. misunderstood. If gotcha. you want to pay me for nudes, tweet me. I'm at Ali Gold, L-L-I-G-O-L-T. If you want to see the nudes that match this voice, if you'd like to see the nudes that match the other voice, you can tweet at Junebugger, J O O N B U G G E R. That's correct. Uh, so today, Yes, if you're wondering, we're going to talk to a user of OnlyFans. If you're not familiar with OnlyFans, I don't know how you could be at this point. It's everywhere. It's a website that allows users to make and sell their own content, um, and they are paid by members through a subscription-based service. So it's been in the news for a lot of reasons. I know Bella Thorne was a big thing with OnlyFans. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but I'd be interested to hear what our uh, guest has to say about that. Is she the one that sold her bathwater? She's not. She actually... 
perhaps changed their model. Uh, OnlyFans says it wasn't related to her, but she promised she was like a former Disney child star or something like that. She promised nudes. People paid a lot of money. She did not deliver. And then they changed their service. Like they dropped their fees for everything. Like OnlyFans said, you can only now charge $50 per picture that you post. And I think she was charging 200. And I I think she might (laughs) have walked away with a lot of money. And they put a cap on their fees. And they said uh, the people who use it can now only uh, get paid monthly rather than weekly, which is what she was benefiting from. So Mm. uh, wait, but they didn't stop the whole idea of like fraud where you like promise someone something and you don't deliver she posted picture i didn't see them uh, of course but like she i'm not on OnlyFans, but she posted pictures of in lingerie so it was like i guess questionable she promised nudes and then she was like mm-hmm. semi i mean but yeah. fighting fraud online like that's any i could buy anything from amazon if i don't get it then i would have to write a lot like that's fine but you, this brings up like well some nudes are probably worth a lot more to some people than others like us mm-hmm. like i am very fascinated by yeah, I mean, cameo my nudes are worth a lot for sure for sure yeah exactly that's <laughs> you're a public a figure <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like people big time celebrities who go on cameo they're charging a good amount and so this is like you know the patreon slash cameo uh for sexy time and uh that's really compelling. <laughs> wait but they capped how much you can pay now yeah i think now it's 50 dollars per post uh sorry that uh, an individual could only pay 50 dollars per post or something like it that democratize like if yeah. kim kardashian goes on OnlyFans, she can only charge 50 like yes. that's really interesting yeah, 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 yeah. So they're keeping it just for like the normies, right? Cause, is that true? Because like right. a celebrity is not mm, interesting. But yeah. what we're really focusing on today and what we were so fascinated by is how it started as porn and became something else where now people are selling wholesome shit, which I think is so amusing because <laughs> rule 34 is that if there, if it exists, there is porn of it. And this is the opposite, that if there is porn of it, something you know i really just i just talked myself into a wormhole there's like a wholesome version of it somewhere (laughs) yeah there you go there you go it's rule 43 i just named it you know i was doing a bit of research and i believe it was started as like musicians and creators and artists come do it and it immediately became a pornographic site mm, and so then, it wasn't supposed to be porn so it's come full circle it's come full circle exactly wow that's that's cute well, also interested in this idea of like cutting out the middleman, both of OnlyFans and I guess I'm assuming Cameo as well. I mean, I, I assume if you're a user on there, you have to pay some sort of fee to the service, but you get most of what you're paid. So, yeah, that's a very cool change too. That yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think yeah. about this: if you wanted to perform in a in the adult industry, you'd have to, I guess audition or be part of a casting thing or be in a production company and then the the production company that distributes the film is the one who makes most of the money but now it's the it's the internet direct democratized version of that and uh it's it's like patreon yeah a lot of people pay me 50 bucks and i just send them like sexy photos of other people Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think like i just like source good sexy photos really mm-hmm, we all mm-hmm. know what i would put up there which is dick art i was just gonna dicks say <laughs> dressed in tiny hats with yes. monocles and coattails <laughs> and bow ties that's what i want to do well the wholesome <laughs> version of that i was thinking was like dudes reading on the subway like that instagram account we used to like but i get to see you posting mm. pictures like used random to. i still dudes. like that account <laughs> but there's no subway now i mean there's a subway i, guess, I think but. they're posting older photos because the men are not wearing masks at least when the account pops up for me and um, it's still it's fantastic it reminds me of a simpler time 
<laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Well, let's get into this trivia so we can get our guests going. <laughs> let's, let's do it. All let's right. do it. Today's trivia is also about fans who are obsessed with sexy things. I'm talking, of course, about the sexiest thing you could imagine. All right, everyone, say it with me. Robert Pattinson, the star of Twilight. <laughs> right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's sexy. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, there you go. Uh, Pattinson had a fan who became a bit of a stalker in 2009. This was, of course, at the height of Twilight mania. She stood outside his apartment every day for two weeks. How'd you get this dirt on me? <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of internet sleuthing. I figured it out. Mm -hmm. So you're going to know the answer to this. So get ready. Oh, yeah. Finally, Pattinson did have to deal with her. How did he get this obsessed only fan to go away? He fucked her. <laughs> Blood play. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Blood play. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, <laughs> a, he had his assistant leak a story to a tabloid that said he had a raging case of herpes, and after the story was published, the stalker never returned. B. Nah, she wouldn't he... be scared off by herpes. <laughs> Speaking for a friend! <laughs> B. He reverse stalked the stalker online, then had a friend send her creepy messages implying that she was being tracked by local authorities. She never returned. Oh, that's cool. Or C. He took her out on a date, and he was so boring on the date that she never returned. <laughs> <laughs> he seems a little boring. I, I don't know. It's just <laughs> an impression. I'm going to go with C. <laughs> yeah, I mean, men that are that good looking, I think, often don't need to develop personalities. <laughs> Although uh, my my new roommate is really breaking down my stereotypes of extremely attractive men. <laughs> the shirtless roommate. I realized, the shirtless I, realized roommate. I really was discriminating against them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Finally, now I'm seeing justice. the error of my ways. You know these tall, straight white men that have it so justice rough. for hot men. Yes, thank you. No, it's actually really funny though because I was like, I like a, I like joke with him about it now. I was like, I assumed like you had to be an asshole or boring, but you're so nice and funny. Uh, <laughs> he's like my sexy little brother now. It's so fun. Anyway, um, oh, yeah, my my living situation is awesome. And also we're fostering a tiny puppy. Let's talk about it later. Okay. Oh, boy. So I'm going with B. I'm going with B. All right. Allie goes with B, the reverse stalk. Jen goes with C, the most boring date. We'll find out the correct only fan after this commercial break. The following amazing fans uh, contributed at the $10 level or more on Patreon, which means, I don't know what you think, Ali, like they should be entitled to some nudes. I can't wait to send them <laughs> our bathwater. <laughs> All right, you'll get some bathwater in a bottle. So thank you so much, Chris Harrison. Jerry Duran. Jessica Fox. <laughs> Melissa Elliott. James Dozier. Deborah Duber Pants. <laughs> Kathy Phillips, William, and Matthew Scott. T -t 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 -t. We really appreciate your contributions. And for the rest of you, please, uh, you know, if you're enjoying the show, consider contributing at patreon.com slash 2G1P. Onlyfans.com slash 2G1P. <laughs> Stole my 
edge from the best community crime stopper since McGruff, the crime dog, next door, courtesy of Best of Next Door. Dear Thief, I hope you enjoy your chia seeds, small mirror, and coochie shave butter. You should probably order an extra bottle of the shave butter, because that stuff is amazing. And one bottle won't be enough, seeing as you are a giant asshole. Sincerely, someone who just had to reorder their stuff. You think you need that coochie shave butter for the coochie cutters? I don't know if you people remember that reference. Oh, I remember yeah, that be. reference. Might I'll be. always remember that reference. <laughs> Who out there is coochie cutters? Tweet at us. I'm a June bugger. <laughs> I mean, you- the 90s are like back, so for sure. <laughs> for sure. Are you wearing some coochie cutters in Arizona right now? <laughs> you know, I wanted to wear my settle for Biden shirt while canvassing, but I felt like the, the uh, volunteers on the ground probably wouldn't approve of that message. Oh. <laughs> but I feel like it's really relating to them. Like, look, you're at home. You still haven't gone to vote. You're not excited. I get it. I get it. We got to do this. Yes, yes, yes. I'm ready to hear how the stalker became the stalky. Oh, how did Robert Pattinson, the sexiest man alive, in my opinion, How did he get rid of his stalker? Was it A, he leaked a story about him having herpes? Uh, Nobody chose that. B, he reverse stalked the stalker and sent creepy messages. That was uh, Allie's choice. Or C, he actually approached her, went on a date, and bored her to death, and she never came back. Jen chose C. Are you sticking with those answers? Yes. I think B's right, but I I hope that C's right. Fair enough. The correct answer I'm is... I'm for you, Jen. Thank you. C, yes! the boring date. Woo! Fuck yeah, that's so do awesome. We, do we think he tried to be He tried to be boring or he just was boring? Uh, I think a little of both. Uh, according to an interview with Today.com, uh, Robert Pattinson says, after two weeks of her just standing outside his home, he just walked up to her and said, hey, let's go to dinner. I assume she was thrilled. And then he said, quote, I just complained about everything in my life, and she never came back. (laughs) People get bored of me in like two minutes, end quote. Wow, that's brilliant. Good for him for facing it head on. (laughs) Yeah, I I enjoyed that story. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's get our guest in here. Uh, Please welcome to the show. She does many things, but as you know, today we are talking about OnlyFans. Please welcome Professional cam model, Allie Knox. Welcome, Allie. Hello. Hi. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Just to, to start, how would you describe what it is that you do? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm a lot. I have a whole lot of tags, right? So I have like fetish performer, content creator. Uh, I cam sometimes. I, I live on the internet. I exist on the internet. I perform on the internet. So whatever you take from that, I suppose. So when did OnlyFans come on your radar and what was your first impression of it? Okay, so I've been in the industry since 2014. I started camming, shot some uh, professional porn, started making clips. 
OnlyFans started on our radar maybe like 2017, 2018. It was it, it was an app at the time. The I guess Apple Store didn't realize that it was going to be um an, an app where the whores are going to go. So <laughs> they still had an app, right? And then they figured out what was happening, but hardly anybody used it. So it's been around for a few years. But I think during Corona, I mean, there's a whole bunch of reasons for this, in, in my opinion, of why this happened. But I think it really started taking off at that time. And people are starting to hear about it now. So it's just this last year really come around. It's been like a moneymaker for me, probably just this last year also. So it's still pretty fresh and new. Um, we're still kind of getting used to all the things and how to drive traffic and all the BS that comes with that. What would you say OnlyFans is generally for? And is that morphing or changing any, in any way over the, the years? Yeah. So historically, I mean, for the last three, four years that it's been around, it was for sex workers. It was built by a sex worker. Well, <laughs> that's a long story behind this. A sex worker built this platform and OnlyFans <laughs> was essentially ripped off from this sex workers platform. Wow, what was There's, that platform called? Uh, let me come back to you. I, I will tell okay. you. Let me look into it. Um, it's actually being. It's in the courts right now. It's a whole fucking thing. Oh um, whoa! Yeah. Oh yeah. You can find info on it. if you start digging. You'll find some stuff. Anyway, so she built this platform. She was a sex worker. She built this platform. Got it ripped off. OnlyFans exists now. Um, and it started to be, uh, you know, a sex work platform because all of us we were selling our Snapchats at the time. So we were selling essentially this club where you could come and you could see our photos, you could see our videos. We were doing stuff on there. It was locked, and we would sell that access. So for like, for mine was forty four bucks. So for forty four bucks a year, you could see my stuff, and it was great because it was kind of my own like little circle of promotion. So I could market. You know, I'm getting on cam. I have this video up right now. I'm selling these panties, these socks, whatever. It was great, but. In Snapchat land, it only lasts, you know, the one time that you saw it, so it's gone. So OnlyFans came out and it became this like permitting marketing place, kind of like a marketplace. So we can sell our vids, our cam sessions, our Skypes, our panties, you know, whatever the things that we're selling. And then I think recently, especially during, you know, all this corona stuff, I think that other people started jumping on board. So you have celebrities, you have uh, con other content creators like fitness people. Um, there's even like realtors that show different kind of houses on it. I mean, it's just, what? It's, oh yeah, it's great. It's great. You haven't, oh my God. I want to invite people to my home and they're going to say, You're, what a beautiful home you have here. Where, where did you find it? OnlyFans. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I love this stuff. I love other people coming on here. I love Beyonce dropping in a song. Like I'm all for <laughs> everyone else starting to make this mainstream, right? It's going to bring more traffic to the platform. People are going to start buying, putting more money into the platform. And then just so happens that their favorite porn star or cam girl or whatever is also on this platform. So it just becomes another revenue stream. And I think it literally legitimizes it. Plus it's going to force OnlyFans to fix all of their problems. Because mm -hmm. you know, Bella Thorne is not waiting a day and a half for an answer. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. So we were curious that we talked a little bit about her at the top. So what are your thoughts on that whole controversy controversy and has it hurt the sex worker community? Yeah. So originally when I had talked to to Rolling Stone about this, I was like, oh, I think it's great. I get get your money, girl. Like I'm so proud of her. You know, she was under that whole Disney, whatever that crazy Disney machine is, you know, that's gotta be oppressive and just full of rules and whatever. So she's finally breaking out of that and being able to sell her own content. Like we've been doing this for years. We know what it's like to create your own stuff, monetize it, and not have anybody else tell you what to do. So I was like really proud of her when it happened. Well then, <laughs> then <laughs> she started I, I wouldn't say scamming, but she started doing things that 
people called scams. Like she was posting nudes, but you couldn't see anything. And it's, you know what I mean? So people started saying, oh, this is a scam. And so they started doing chargebacks. Well, I know through my grapevine that OnlyFans was going to put these types of blocks in place. So you no longer could tip $500. You could only do 100 or these chargebacks were going to happen more frequently. So I knew all these things were coming, but when Bella Thorne came out and, and she, you know, she made $2 million in a couple of days or whatever, and people started charging back because they weren't seeing the porno that they assumed because the sex workers were all on that platform, right? So they assumed that she was going to be the sex worker now and she was going to have lewd content up there. But when she didn't, they started charging back. And I think that's when it became the problem. Oh, so she wasn't promising nudes. She was just promising photos and everyone assumed they'd be nudes. Yeah. So she said, I will, I will have nudity, which is true. The things that she was posting were implied, but men started to think, oh, you know, porn stars are on here. Sex star- stars are on here. So they thought it was going to be more lewd content. So they started calling her a scammer, which she wasn't doing. She just got kind of caught up in this mess. And then people started blaming her for the chargebacks and whatever. When the uh, us that had been in the industry, we know that stuff was coming for a while. We had been hearing rumors for that for a year. So, you know, all that stuff came down. And then she didn't give them money to sex worker platforms or any of the bullshit that she said she was going to do. So that kind of stuff absolutely helps hurt sex workers. And then... I guess just talking about the subscription model, what are the benefits of that for the work that you do? So for my side, it's pretty great because people can come and see all the things that I'm doing. So I use two different uh, OnlyFans. I have one that's free and you don't have to pay for my subscription. And I use it like an a la carte. So you can come and buy my content. I'll drop a video here every other day or some pictures every other day. And you can just buy whatever you're into. And I don't post anything personal, anything special on that. I don't chit chat. It's just, it's free. So you get what you fucking get. But I also have a <laughs> subscription model that's 10 bucks a month. And it's, it's my stuff that my fans like. So it's like my dogs, my cooking, my house, the things that I'm doing, like the, just the debaucherous shit that I'm up to all the time. They could follow along with it. And I think that really honestly is my brand. When I talk about like I work across different platforms, I've always been known for just doing bullshit on the internet and that's just it's just another platform now where people can pay 10 bucks a month and just follow me so something that we're really interested in is how it has morphed i don't know all over the place where it was like not for porn then it is porn and then you just mentioned like cooking and stuff like like what are the things you share and how do you decide which things to share i've kind of trained my regulars who are what is on my subscription model to, for the kind of content that I wanted to put out. So it was stuff like my dogs. It was stuff like I'm, when I'm doing this weekend cooking, whatever. And people just became really interested in me as a performer or me as a, you know, what the hell personality I am. And so they started connecting with other things. So maybe they had a Shih Tzu once and they were like, oh my God, I love your Shih Tzu. Or mm-hmm. they're obsessed with bacon. And I went through and made only things with bacon this entire month. Like that kind of thing just draws I don't know. It just seems silly. But I think now, especially now that we're all at home and we're all bored as hell, everybody's already been through Pornhub so many times. So how much can they do? I think it's like real personalized content where people can come and talk to me. They can order customs through there. You know, it's they're actually interacting with me all day long. And that's a really cool concept for a fan to be interacting with someone that you're really into or you've been following for all these years or something. That's really great to have that access to someone. And it's there's a crossover with vlogging too. Like vlogging has been on the internet for, for, sure. for a good long, good long while and it's just people going about their day. I, that sounds like it's yep. connected here, right? 
For sure. And this is just monetizing it, right? And we're right. all running our money through OnlyFans because OnlyFans gives us 80%. They're only taking a 20% cut. Where a cam site, they're going to take 50%. My other content sites, they're going to take 40%. So hell yeah, I'm going to run money through OnlyFans. I'm going to make everybody go through there. If you want my content, go through there. You want my customs, go through there. Is that, again, something that you've seen in quarantine where people are really interested in all this behind the scenes content? Is like how new and different is that phenomenon or not? No, not at all. I mean, it's been it's been since I started camming and I was in 2014 and I was always like I was kind of a chill room. So people would come and put me on during the day when they were at work or whatever, because I'm not doing a lot of sex stuff. Every once in a while, a nipple pops out. But it was more of a like, you know, it was kind of like a comedy routine. So people would come and hang out and get to know each other. Plus, they know the people in the room. And so they just kind of started to evolving to where they were into other things that I was into, you know, and they would see me more as a person as opposed to like this fake person that they have Googled on Pornhub. You know, they they started to get the layers or whatever. And I think now that quarantine has happened, people really want that type. There's you're sitting in your house all day. You have no one to talk to. The The greatest thing would be to log online and have a girl, pretty girl to ask you how your day is. You know, I think it's just more prevalent now. And I think it's leaning toward it because also you have all these in-person sex workers. So you have strippers, escorts, anyone that was doing actual in-person. Well, they couldn't during Corona. So they're also turning all these porn stars that were making, you know, just shooting for professional companies, never making their own content. Well, now they can work out of their bedroom and they were forced to work out of their bedroom. So I think this really opened up this platform to be like a normal thing that we now use, kind of like TikTok. I mean, shit, I just discovered TikTok. What a fucking drain of my day every single day. But it's so great. Right. And the millennials are just getting on it. So it's no more like kid stuff. It's actually like funny stuff. Love it. So we think we know what's on your sexier page, uh, but feel free to educate us. What kinds of things are on there? (laughs) So I have content. So you can go and you can buy my porn, my videos, any kind of smut. um, And that's on my free page. And then on my actual subscription page is going to be my everyday life kind of thing. Um, I sell things also through there, but it's it's more geared to my regulars who are less interested in me being smutty and more interested in like my everyday life stuff. I mean, I have guys that have been around since I started camming. So that was like over six years ago, which is insane. Um, So I still have that fan base and they've just been like growing. So they want to see stuff. They want to see my dogs grow up. They want to see like... (laughs) I, I think I was telling somebody I want to see your dogs grow up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to see the, yeah. the 11 hours on cam that I spent making them two costumes, sewing two costumes for Halloween. Like, people love this kind of stuff. I'm a little lost. Is it yeah. are, dogs growing up? Is that a euphemism or is that literally your dogs? No, I'm being serious. I don't That's have children. Dogs. So these okay, are my, <laughs> okay. these are my actual I didn't know, dogs I didn't know bigger. if that was a thing. <laughs> no, you know what's, what's crazy, though? It's like you're also kind of selling like the girlfriend experience. Yeah. Yeah, I know for it's a sure. thing on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually for sure. And then I rope a whole bunch of stuff into it. So I'm like, I ha- a couple of weeks ago, my mom does art. She does these little stained glass windows. And so I sell that stuff for her. I put it up on the on OnlyFans and she made her stretch goal from my OnlyFans that day. <laughs> what wow. was her stretch goal? Uh almost six hundred bucks. Okay. Wow. Does, yeah, it's like so- five eighty. Does yeah. does what does your mom know or not or not know about OnlyFans? 
Um, she she knows the whole. I mean, she doesn't know the concept of like she doesn't. You know, she's one of those like sixty four year old mothers that's just now figuring out how to text emojis. Like that's a thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but she, you know, she's been on this game for a little bit, right? I've had her shoot some stuff for me. She's shot some foot lotion scenes for me where wow. you can't see her face. Yeah, she has sold her slippers and her socks over and over. Uh, and now, yeah, and now, so, and so now she's selling her art through my own personal OnlyFans, which is hilarious because my regs eat that shit up. Like they literally bought every single thing that she had. I had to be the next month. I had to be like, here are new pictures of new things. Oh my that God. That she had to go and create. Yeah. It's just insane. So, yeah, so d- your mom can't keep up with demands. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> is she, she really going to start her own account? <laughs> She, you know, if she could handle the technology, I don't think that she would be against it whatsoever. She's just, like I said, a 64-year-old woman. It'd be like a total hassle. She, oh, my God. She emails me yesterday, and she's like, listen, my, I got this email that says an Apple receipt is going through, and it says Apple receipt, and it's got a whole bunch of numbers in the thing. And I'm just like, oh, God, Mom, don't click anything, please. So I can't even imagine teaching her an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> it would be uh, ridiculous. It's so much easier just for me to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> How popular are your pages and which one sees more traffic? I have more people on my free, obviously, because that's how the world works. Yeah. Uh, but I make a lot more money through my my subs. Like if anybody wants to pay me for a custom, that's how they're going to I'm going to funnel money through there now. So I've I've shifted a lot of my income sources on other sites with shittier payouts to OnlyFans because of the payout. Can we ask? I mean, maybe it's inappropriate, but like either what? how much do you make or like uh, like what portion of your income would it make up? I'm just curious, like, can people make a living on this site? Can oh, yeah. I start oh my a God. side hustle? Oh, for <laughs> sure. You absolutely okay. can. It's and it's a, it's a hustle, though. I mean, there there are girls like I just shot with a girl last week and she's doing 100K a month on her OnlyFans. Wow. OK. And she's not showing her face. Um, so she's just a faceless model. So she's going to be able to go out in this world later on when she's had enough of this and like have a regular job. She can be a fucking realtor or whatever she wants, you know? So, and also show houses on OnlyFans. Yeah, and show houses on OnlyFans. Now she knows how to do it. Yeah, yeah. and she's got a whole team behind her. She's got a whole bunch of assistants that help, you know, that edit and post things and all that stuff. So this is a whole fucking thing. Mm. Yeah. For yeah, for me, I don't like I said I haven't been pushing it a whole lot. Luckily, still content and custom stuff is still my bread and butter, so this is just right now my side hustle. Mm-hmm. And like I said earlier, you have to do it all day. So people are writing you all day. They're asking you questions all day. They're sending you shit all day. You have to post all day, making content for it all day. Like it's my next day off is in the middle of December. Wow. And I already have everything queued up for the end of the year. That's just me trying to get caught up on the things that I have to do. So if I'm posting 10 times a day, well, that's not one photo shoot. You know, that's probably three photo shoots. It's three changes. It's a, it's a video here and there. It's it's answering questions back and forth. It's hyping my bullshit. It's having to go on Reddit and put my stuff in. And like, right. you, ha- that's a problem with OnlyFans is they don't have a discovery page for sex workers. So you can log in and you can see Bella Thor and you can see all the bullshit, the people they're pushing, but you can't see sex workers. So the only traffic that sex workers are getting on OnlyFans are what we drive ourselves. That is a huge problem. Oh, my God. It's a huge yeah. fucking problem, especially because yeah. we were the people who built that pr- platform, right? Right. We're the people that bring in the majority of that platform. This is all public knowledge now, but... OnlyFans was sold a couple of years ago and it was sold at a very cheap price in a fire sale to someone. And the person that bought it is a person that runs my free cams, which is a cam site. So for the simple fact that the owner now runs it, 
It's built on sex workers. He runs a campsite and they still won't allow sex workers to be visible or to be, you know, to be promoted for the website. Um, you know, whenever they promote their, I guess their OnlyFans now, they're the concept of OnlyFans, they use Bella Thorne. So I saw the other day, like she's coming out with a music video and they were pushing that hard and that's never going to be a sex worker. Mm-hmm. And it's re- just really uh, unfortunate because that's who makes money on fucking OnlyFans. That's who keeps it right. running is they're right. never going to allow that, which sucks. And the other thing about the marketing is you have to market everything yourself. So all of my people I have brought myself, which turns into a shitstorm because then you start paying top models. So anybody that's in like the 1% or whatever, they start selling what they call promo. So that means I could go to a top girl and I could buy her a thousand dollar package and she would shout me out on her page. So she would put a few pictures and say a little bit about what I do and put it on her page in the hopes that some of her followers will also subscribe to me. Well, in some instances that sucks because I paid a thousand dollars and I got, I don't know, 15 subs. Sometimes you get 15,000 subs. It's just a gamble. And it depends on if you look like that person, if you do the same type of content, like who am I marketing to? Like, what is their clientele like? So it makes a complete and utter fucking shit show. So now all of these top models are making a lot of money off of promoing these other sex Mm. workers. Oh, wow. Which is, you know, one of those like multi-level marketing things, right? And they'll they'll say, I'll do that if you sign up with my referral link. So they're now making on the back end what the sex workers are putting out. So it's a whole fucking shit show. It's a shit show. I mean, what do you, what is the lack of discoverability about? Like, obviously you guys are on the platform. It's not like it's like FOSTA, SESTA related or something like, what is it all about? Honestly, probably it is FOSTA, SESTA related. I think that they're trying, I think they're trying to to sweep some things under the rug. They're trying to keep that. I mean, you know, they have the Visa and MasterCard rules, which are like no blood. You can't do meetups. They have a lot of banned words, all those typical things that happen in sex work. And I think that that's probably a good portion of it is they just don't want to allow their their platform to just be sex workers i think they're trying to really branch out and pull some mainstream in you know it worked people are still talking about bella thorne and we keep saying it over and over but like her cardi b i read that oh god what the hell's her name somebody that the chick that dated rob kardashian she makes like 200 grand a month or something or something insane Black yeah. China. No, she makes like two million. Something insane where you're just <laughs> right. like, how, how do you, you don't have a time to make that money? Right, right. You know, and they're and those type of people, they're gonna get promoted because they're famous and they're mainstream and whatever. But it's like the rest of us at the house, we're all working twenty hours a day to try to keep our numbers up. And that's another thing is now you're trying to beat yourself. You're trying to keep your numbers up. So like for me personally, in November, I'm trying to beat my best numbers. So it's just a whole fucking thing. Well, that's the whole game of the internet. It's right? a whole game. Like, it's all and- game. Any, anything you're just trying to beat your previous record but since we brought up FOSTA SESTA and we discussed this on a previous episode so listeners you can go listen to the dominatrix episode that was just released but did this coincide with that i know you mentioned that the app launched in 2017 yeah yeah is there more of a relationship there and how is it that only fans gets around section 230 and potentially being held liable for the content do you do you know anything about that i mean they block mm-hmm. a lot of words so if i was going to meet up with you it's going to send a flag if i was going to write you know escorting or or any type of thing that's going to set like it's going to flag them on their system for sure there's a lot of people that get shut down for things like 
If I were to sell my panties, well, you're going to have to come give me your address offsite because if you put your address onsite, it's going to look like we were trying to meet up and you were trying to, you know what I mean? So there's a whole lot of things that they're trying to protect on their end because of FOSTA SESTA and the 230 fuckery that's happening. So they're covering their ass on their end. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I get it. I've worked for a company that had to do a lot of things like that. And I understand a company trying to cover their ass and trying to limit their liabilities. So I understand those types of things. Also, you know, FOSTA SESTA did all the really horrible things and left sex workers, you know, in really awful positions. And I think that it's going to get worse. Now we're having the, you know, these 230 talks. I don't know if you guys see on the internet, all these earn it bills that are coming through. Everyone is going to have a FOSTA SESTA. It's going to cover everyone. That's what earn it's going to do. And it's, everyone's going to have to now live with the type of censorship that sex workers live with. Wait, I don't know about this. Can you tell us uh, a rundown? So FOSTA-SESTA was a bill that was put in place a couple of years ago, and it's we're now starting to see the fallout from it. And it was to combat sex trafficking and, and human trafficking. Um, it, and it, what it did is it took down all the message boards where the escorts were going and talking about their bad dates. Uh, if they were had been abused or something was unsafe, they were communicating with each other. If they were sex educators on the internet, they were giving out sex advice. It just, anything that had to do with sex whatsoever, it took away these protections from the sites that were usually covered. So now the sites could be held liable for anything. So if I were trying to meet a client on your website, the website was now held liable because of anything that I would write or that he would write on this on this message board or whatever. So it effectively went through and banned a lot of things. So there was no, you could no longer say meetups. You could no longer say sessions. You could no longer say touring. You could no, there's a whole lot of things that now flag systems and they just go and shut down your account. They're trying to remove the protections that were put in place by 230, which FOSTA SESTA did for sex oh, completely? workers. Uh, a lot. There's going to be a lot mm. of censorship that's going to go across the board. It could go to social media. It could go to uh, newsletters. It could go to any message boards, anything like that. So you, Where everyone public, will be held liable for yep, their content. Yep, yep. And so what it's going to effectively do, it's going to, you know, remove a whole bunch of free speech protections because there's going to be a lot of things that you're not going to be able to say. There's, you know, in, in FOSTA-SESTA, it's the things like the sex educators got taken down, the sex therapist got down, taken down. Anyone that had any word sex, any type of relationship, they all are going. So this is going to be kind of that. You're going to see what happened to us happen to everyone else. And it's going to be very fucked up. Have the sex workers who are on OnlyFans because of lack of discoverability talked about like organizing to get off the platform and going elsewhere? Or is that just like not realistic? (laughs) Well, it has to be built, right? (laughs) So when that system comes along, we'll all jump ship. Okay. You heard yeah, it here, we'll folks. Some, if you're, wow. yeah, make that platform. <laughs> you make that platform. You make a you make a cut that's equivalent or better, and we'll all see you. We, you, yeah. we will flood. But that mm-hmm. cut is unprecedented. There's it's no insane. app or service or platform I could even think of for creators or or software that is eighty twenty. I don't. To be think honest that. with you, I don't know how they survive on twenty percent. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I mean, because the server space alone is probably very costly. Yes. Yeah. We didn't really touch on this yet, but what's the community like? How are the fans and followers on OnlyFans different than elsewhere? No, they're not. They are yeah. the fans and followers everywhere. Okay. Yeah, they're just coming to that site and we're just funneling them on through. They're the same guys. There's a lot of people that I don't know that just find me. They Maybe they find me through a Reddit post or a different marketer or somebody else has shouted me out or something like that. But for the most part, it's the same like clip clientele or uh, you know cam clientele. It's the same guys. I am still interested 
and Jen and Matt will know this is very, it's an on-brand question for me personally, but what are some <laughs> of the weirdest things that you've seen sold on OnlyFans? I would say your mother's art is, is really yeah. up there. <laughs> pretty sure. Um, considering um, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. I've sold a bunch of like strange things that I sell through my cam room too. So, you know, things like foot dust, Kleenex, dirty Kleenexes. When my dog died, I had a bunch of dirty Kleenexes. Um, I've sold one of my wisdom teeth through there. Uh, but I'm fetish based, right? So I'm gonna have some weird stuff. But then I also have stuff like I had a, a basket of things that I baked. So I had somebody come by through and send it to my friends. I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, so cookies through it. I want to hear yeah, more but- about the foot dust. What the fuck is foot dust? So foot dust is I didn't when know that was okay. a thing. Let's pretend like you don't go get a pedicure and you actually did it at home. So we can all picture this during Corona, right? So you get your little foot file out and you just start getting away you know you have those oh that god dust that yeah. gums from your yeah, heel that's yeah you put in a little file and <laughs> yeah you put in a vial and people will buy for it for some reason they'll... that of of everything else i was like that's gross but like nothing else grosses me out but i'm like something about that feels gross <laughs> or like kleenexes kleenexes are yeah. gross that wasn't Hair. gross to me that wasn't gross the foot <laughs> dust something about that I was like, oh, gross. But gross um, and sexy, fine line, Allie. Fine line. Yes. <laughs> yes. Look, not, I mean, do I want to do it? Yes. Um, yes. So if I were to start a foot fetish only yeah. cam thing for myself, yeah. how would I get started? Because this just seems like a great side hustle. Yeah. So you would take a bunch of photos and you're going to start uploading. You need to be consistent. Of so like if you're just gonna post- my feet. Just your feet. You can, you don't even really have to show your face, right? That's what they're coming right. for. And it's even better if you don't show your face because then you can go out and like live your life later on. Yeah. You yeah, don't have to no, get stopped in to... Target, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. So you can just start posting. And as soon as you get on, you're going to start to realize that is consistency is key. People want to come and see that you have a thousand photos. So if they're paying $10. They want to see the thousand photos. They don't want to see three. They don't want, they don't want you to just be uploading every once in a while. So, okay. But how many different photos could I take of the same feet? You know? Oh, a lot. Are you kidding me? I've done this for six and a half years. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm asking. Like, you, you, get different different lighting, you get different lighting. You do your costumes, different toenails. Right. Yeah, different. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You let your hair grow out on your legs. You shave your legs. I mean, wow. you to, what market oh. are you getting? Yeah. Uh-huh. There's a whole Thank lot here. Thank you. Uh-huh. Do you do different like toe close-ups? Absolutely. You, you know, okay. How do you hold your feet? You do wrinkles. You do high arches. You, yeah. That's wow. a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And how can I, so I just have to start posting and then, but it's no, not you gotta drive traffic. You've got to drive traffic. That's, that's what I don't want to do. That's your biggest problem. Yep. <laughs> that's the yep. part I don't want to do. As Jen knows, I hate marketing. Yep. You got to get on social media. You got to right. start making I'm friends with, with the community. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the thing. that's the thing, though. When people are like, oh, shit, people are making yeah. hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're working for fucking 20 hours and have a team of six people. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. But this is identical to YouTube. Literally. A little bit. Yeah. You, Very similar. You start a channel with nothing. Yep. If you are not an established presence, you got to start with nothing. Yep. There's yep. thousands of channels that are amazing that no one will ever see. Yeah. Wow. Have you been recognized in Target? So I wasn't recognized in Target. That was a leading question. (laughs) (laughs) Even worse. Even worse is my aunt has a facelift and she's like covering her face. We're leaving the hotel where she's recovering. And my mom's standing outside getting my aunt in the car who's just gone through surgery. And this guy comes up to me and starts talking to me and saying my name. And my mom's just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Here she is trying to get my aunt in the car who's just gone through the surgery and this man is standing out of this hotel trying to talk to me because he recognizes me and she was very pissed. 
Well, yeah. I hope you bought some of her artwork. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but was it nice? Was he like complimentary or was it creepy? Uh, I mean, he was kind of creepy because we were like standing there, obviously, like trying not to be, you know, like call attention to this woman has this poor woman has just had a facelift. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I can hear your dogs who are OnlyFans famous. They're fucking bad brats. <laughs> <No>. They're also <laughs> OnlyFans stars. So if you would uh, interested oh, in them, follow it. me. Into it. <laughs> so tell us uh, just quickly, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Ali Eve Knox. Um, my website, AllieKnox.com. It'll send you to all the things. My OnlyFans <laughs> is OnlyFans.com slash Ali Eve Knox. And I also have a free one, which is just Ali Eve Knox free. Um, so you can get everything there. Awesome. Well, thank you yeah. so much for coming on today. We're lucky enough Absolutely. to get to talk to you again about financial domination at some point. Yeah. So. Cool. <laughs> so until uh, we meet again. <laughs> thank you. See you Thanks. later, Holly. Bye. Thank you. Well, I'm interested in somebody building sex workers a platform just for them personally. So we're serious. If you're out there, you know somebody, start, you know, I didn't I didn't realize sort of all the ins and outs of them not being discoverable and all of that on there. So interesting that's Um, crazy it's crazy yeah it's crazy and also just uh you know the fact that you have to work so hard to actually make money on there i mean it sounds like they're working much longer days than anybody with a nine to five (laughs) but that's all content creators it's nuts to me that like i get what that youtube and tumblr are like we're an advertising business so we can't have the sexy stuff and even if the sexy stuff is here we gotta like tamp it down, put it in the in the back room, and so you got to know where to find it. But literally, their bread and butter, their core money makers, I guess, are is, is this sexy stuff. But it seems like they're like they're they're aspiring to the celebrity mainstream stuff, which probably won't pan out for them in the long run. The, yeah. the, the, the real business model here is what's actually cooking under the hood. Why why exactly. they don't embrace that is really strange. It's really strange well, to well, me it, well. it, But is it because of Foster Sesta that they don't embrace it? Uh, may, is it a liability? But, yeah. But what about porn? Uh, but then what about Pornhub? I mean, like... Yeah. That's yeah, that their entire business Pornhub? model is built on that, and <laughs> they're not hiding that, you know. So yeah. there, there, there's a there is yeah. a business structure, a site architecture that makes sense for adult sites, and just embrace that. Why right. I, it's bizarre. Yeah, because I was gonna start a page, and now I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just weird. I mean, I'm I'm not I haven't gone on OnlyFans to subscri- subscribe to anything, but definitely in the last year I've heard about it in terms of like nudes, like sexy content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and how sure. weird would it be now from what I'm hearing to go on there and go to the discovery page and it should be like, you know, Disney people and artwork right. and yeah, realty. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, like yeah. where am I? What is this? <laughs> right. Totally. Like I think probably most people not in the know would associate it with sex anyway. So yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Well, you know, Ali has some canvassing to do today. <laughs> Although by the time you hear this, it's post-election anyway. So anyway, we, we don't know where we'll be when we're when you're listening right now. Yeah. But um, by the time you hear this, yeah. you'll know if Ali failed or was successful. It's all <laughs> yeah, riding on it's you. On your back. <laughs> no pressure. All right. Well, you can tweet at me at Junebugger, J-O-O-N-B-U-G-G-E-R. Um, at Allie Gold, A-L-L-I-G-O-L-D. You can email us at 2G1podcast at gmail.com. You can text or call us. 
That phone number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. And join our Discord server, discord.gg slash 2G1P. We love to see listeners of the show there and uh, just, you know, chat, get show topics, get some questions, suggestions for interviews. It's awesome to speak with you there. So so come check us out, discord.gg slash 2G1P. Ali, if they would like to contribute, what do they do? You can go to patreon.com com slash 2G1P and there are a variety of different ways that you can contribute and support the show. So we hope that you'll check it out. Alright everybody, hope you have a great week and we'll see you next time. Two Girls One Podcast is hosted by Jennifer Jamula and Allison Goldberg, then turned into foot dust and scattered to the four winds. I mean produced and edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Production assistance is provided by the Podglomerate. This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet. The Podglomerate. A sonic universe. You are a giant asshole.